Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 924. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10FortorahTorah.org. So one of the issues that came up in last week's parsha, actually, but it's relevant every single Shabbos, is what we know nowadays as the mitzvah or the prohibition of Tchum Shabbos. And simply what the laws are, and I'll discuss where it comes from in a moment and what it means, but the laws are that a person, when it comes to Shabbos, not only can I not do the 39 things that are related to the Mishkan, we've talked about that in the past, but also I'm not allowed to leave my place. And we'll see the Pesachim in a moment. But what those laws translate into nowadays is, if let's say I'm in the wilderness, comes Shabbos, and Shabbos descends, it's Friday afternoon, Shabbos begins, I have my Makomo, my place, which is um, a uh, four ama square, four by four ama, which is as much as, let's say, eight feet square, eight times eight, 64 square feet. And so now I have 2,000 amos in every direction. 2,000 amos is as many as 4,000 feet under a mile, maybe uh, two-thirds of a mile, something like that. That is the basic issue. I can't take stuff out of that area. I can't uh, myself travel out of that area. Now that makom, my place, extends if I'm within a city, then I have the entire city, and then it's at the edge of the city where the 2,000 Amos begin. Now this halacha is generally not so relevant or felt, of course, in big cities where we can walk from place to place, and there aren't really any big gaps. There might be, but generally there are not any big gaps, and so we can go to the edge of the city and then go 2,000 Amos beyond. Where is this relevant? If a person finds themselves, I don't know, they're staying in a hotel, and they want to go for a walk on Shabbos, and they're in the middle of nowhere, so they would only be allowed to go 2,000 amos away. This is a very common law uh, that comes up when it comes to bungalow colonies, where you're allowed to walk outside of your bungalow colony, and uh, this is something which people go and do and measure, and usually there are charts where you could figure out exactly where and where is not permitted to go. So these laws, of course, come from Parshas B'Shalach in the context of the month. I will just say there is one very important law known as the Erev Tchumen, which allows you to extend that 2,000 Amos in any one particular direction, and what it essentially does is it allows you to declare your place not where you're standing, but someplace else. So you'd leave uh, some food or something there, and that would be your center spot, which would allow you not just 2,000 Amos of travel, but as many as 4,000 Amos of travel. So where does this all come from? Again, it comes from So when describing the Mun, the man that fell every single day in the Midbar. So for six days, the man would fall, but on the seventh day, it would not. The Pasuk says, And indeed, people went out on the seventh day. They tried to find it, but it wasn't there. There was nothing there. Like, why isn't anybody listening to me? It's not going to be there. It's not there. He explains, God gave you Shabbos, the seventh day, this really magical, important seventh day. Therefore, you get two days' food on Friday. Shavu ish tachtav. Let everyone remain where they are. Al ish Let no one leave his place on the seventh day. So a person should stay where they are and do not leave your place on the seventh day. The Cheskuni Ibn Ezra explained that simply this means you don't have to leave on the seventh day. Why not? Because the man is there for you. You don't have to go out and take care 
of whatever needs to be taken care of, particularly the man. I already prepared it from yesterday. Rashi, of course, refers to these halachos of Tchum Shabbos, that you are given mekomo, you're given your, your place of four amos by four amos square. That, again, if you're in a wilderness, that's all you have. And then the 2,000 amos begin from the edge of that. And past that, one may not travel on Shabbos. So this comes up a few times. This comes up, uh, there's a medrash with Yaakov, when Yaakov gets to Shechem, so it says, Shabbos. he came right before Shabbos, and the first thing he did was he set up a Tchum Shabbos, and the reason that he would have done that is because he had to make sure that his sons, who had not yet gotten there, were going to be included in Tchum Shabbos and be able to reach the city. Rus, of course, when she converts to become Jewish, so you have this interesting conversation where Arpa leaves and Rus remains with her mother-in-law, and her mother-in-law tells her what it's like to convert to Judaism, and so the Medrash famously tells us that one of the things that she mentioned was the idea of Asher Telchi Eilech, I will go, Rus says to her mother-in-law, I will go where you go, which the Medrash understands to be referring to the laws of Tchum Shabbos, which is interesting that that's one of the first things that she accepts when it comes to her adoption of Judaism. And, and the question is, like, why is this such an important halacha? Why does this come up? Again, it's not really learned from the Mishkan, it seems. It seems to be a law which is unique and very different. There's a very big debate about whether or not it's considered a Torah law coming and being derived from these Pesukim, uh, relating to the man, or is it something which comes up later and is the Rabbanan? But I don't want to get into that today. What is the reason? How do we understand this prohibition. So the Sefer HaChinuch says it all comes from the importance of Shabbos itself. Shabbos, of course, reminds us and teaches us that the world was created. We work because God worked for six days, and on the seventh day God rested, and that is where the world originated. And that's the whole story of uh, why we remember and, and focus so much on Shabbos. Al-Kain, he says, We should remain in one place. We should not go to these far places. Rather, we should just, you know, take strolls. We should just chill out. And in traveling 12 mil, now he's referring to the other opinion of how long you have, or at least the Torah's opinion, but we again only allow for 2,000 amos. 2,000 amos would be considered the amount of reasonable travel, which would not be too onerous, it would not uh, get you out of the mood. That is the idea. So you have to stay in your space because the traveling get to distracted from the goals of Shabbos, which are to focus on the belief that God created the world. Now, of course, there are other ideas that others reference. Um, people focus on the idea of makom, right? Makom, sometimes we refer to God as makom, ha-makom yinachem eschem. God, the omnipresent, should console you. That al ish mimkomo means that a person should not leave from his focus on his true makom, Focus on the omnipresent. Focus on God. We have our neshama yaseira. We should be focused on Torah study. We should be focused on spirituality. And so, this idea of not being distracted by even travel is also uh, alluded to in these words. Some understand that our place, makom, where is our place? Where do we ought to be? Where is our home sweet home? Shabbos is where we are able to recalibrate and refocus on all of those priorities that we really have in life. And so, is do not leave the state of mind, the place where you ought to be. That's another idea 
which comes up. Interestingly, there's the story with Acher and Reb Meir. Acher, of course, is the scholar Elisha ben Avuya, who goes off, and he's he's no longer a practicing Jew, he's no longer a believing Jew, and yet he talks Torah with his teacher, his former teacher, Rabbi Meir, and they're walking one day, and it's Shabbos, and Acher tells Reb Meir that Tchum Shabbos is here. Somehow he calculated where the edge of the border was, and he was allowed to travel, and he tells him to stop. He tells him to turn around, and Reb Meir turns back, and he says, you should also turn around and come back to the place. And so the uh, metaphor of Tchum Shabbos is this idea of going out to the edge. Shabbos focuses us towards the center, towards this middle, this place where we ought to be and not to stray. Now, Aznaim Latorah has a nice essay, a nice couple of paragraphs on this idea. He talks about the difference of how people understand rest days versus how we do. People, the Umas Olam, nations of the world, perhaps see rest days as days where you go and you travel and you visit and you, you run around. But it's not about running around, he says. The Jewish Shabbos, Shabbos HaYisraelis, he writes, Bichayevas osanu li'iyun umachshava. It requires us to focus and to concentrate and contemplate. Latfila on prayer, lilmod Torah Hashem, and to learn God's Torah. And a person who does that, that's the appropriate way to behave. That's the way we're supposed to uh, focus once a week. He gives the metaphor, I'll read it in English. A Jew who properly utilizes Shabbos can be compared to a merchant who spends his work days in the town's bustling, noisy marketplace, weaving his way through the crowds of people and animals, peddlers and bargain hunters, straining to make his voice heard above the cacophony of hawking vendors and haggling traders. Day after day, week after week, he busily moves about the chaos until one day he stops with a start and wonders, where am I running? What am I accomplishing? What are my goals? How long will I be here? The tumultuous world in which we lead our lives is very much like this marketplace, he writes. Everyone is running, working, busy, selling, pressured, hurried, and no one pauses to ask himself what the real object of his existence is and how long one's career in such endeavors can be expected to last. But then comes Shabbos. All work is aborted, and for once tranquility reigns. The Shabbos observer is now free to ponder the questions he neglects throughout the week, and the answers he finds supplied by the Torah give him direction and help map out his course for the six working days as well as for Shabbos itself. So we have this idea of the focus. That's the idea of Tchum Shabbos, keeping us in one location, focusing us, or I should say refocusing us, once a week on where is our place. What is our goal? What is the epicenter, not of just our location, but of our lives. Have a great day.